So, all hosts in Russia and Hawaii and England, welcome to our movie. How's it going, okay, comrades? Uh... Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the hijinks. I've got a trig midterm tomorrow and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. The opportunities. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. And the wisdom. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? We found this mouse in a bottle of Elsnore beer that we bought at your beer store, eh? Take off, I'm gonna do the steamroll. Take off, do it! Uh, uh. I'm your father, Luke. Give in to the dark side of the force, you knob. How's that? Very good, Sean. <laughs> hey, hey, it's your old pal, Steve Spears, with TampaBay.com. My best friend, Sean Daly, sitting through the uh, frosted glass in the uh, refrigerated compartment. That frosted glass is so slimming. It I is. Can, I can sense we're getting really attracted to each other. We look like Clooney. <laughs> Beer goggles, Larry Clooney. Larry Clooney, who works down at the liquor store. <laughs> This is my dream show, Steve. Why is that? Because this is the Strange Brew show. This is essentially um, the uh, Sausage Hang podcast. This is all guys. Because Strange Brew is a, guy, uh, it's a guy's movie, right? I don't think a, a woman has ever sat through the entirety of Strange Brew. I tried to force... I actually had a girlfriend that I watched this with, and she was from Canada. And this was uh, back in the early 90s. And I'd asked her if she'd ever seen Strange Brew, and she hadn't. So we rented it, and I swear to God, she sat there, you know, just... Straight face the entire time. Didn't laugh once. Not once. I mean, the Canadian jokes didn't do it for her. Not yeah. even. I'll be in the cafeteria selling smoke. Nothing. That's my Nothing. favorite. It's my Total. favorite line. I swear she was sleeping. Uh, 1983, Strange Brew, The Adventures of Bob and Doug McKenzie, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. The very first movie for Rick Moranis. And uh, it stems from a uh, skit on SCTV. The great SCTV. Were you ever a fan of SCTV, Steve? Huge fan. Loved it. I didn't get all of it. I don't think you could as an American get all of it. Really? I think some of it was just so out there, like the Count Floyd stuff and, and Great White North. And you know who, you know who I love? The Schmengi brothers. Hello, I'm your Schmengi. And I'm Stan Schmengi. And tonight the Happy Wonders salute the new wave music. <laughs> I love the Shemangis. Oh, poor John Candy. God bless him. I love him. But anyway, but uh, Strange Brew, uh, 1983, my friends and I watched this over and over and over again. I swear to God, the first time I saw this movie, I thought it was the funniest thing so I've ever I. seen. First of all, it's the funniest screen flatulence. Oh, you farted. No, it wasn't me. It was the chair, eh? He's lying. Check no. the machine, eh? I'm not lying. He's lying, all right. I don't need no machine to tell me that. Hey, I didn't do it, I swear. Jeez, oh, don't slice cheese in here, will you? Take off. There's yeah. a lot of funny gas in the movies, but it's just the best It's just great. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, there's a, a certain zen quality to Strange Brew that I love. It is, um, it's just this, all these guys care about are beer and donuts and hockey and right. each other. <laughs> but besides that, it's like, wouldn't life be perfect? I think about that all the time. 
If my life could be more like Strange Brew, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. If you could work in a brewery. Nah, they didn't even work. <laughs> they just kind of popped over, open yeah. a couple. Oh, it's great. I love it. I believe there'll be no charge on this two for uh, a beer, thank you. Excuse me? Okay. We found this mouse in a bottle of Elsinore beer that we bought at your beer store, eh? And we heard, like, when that happens, that uh, you get your beer free. It's in the Canadian Criminal Code, eh? Yeah. Like, there's legal precedent setting cases in law. So, like, uh, give us our free beer. You know what's really bizarre about this movie? And it should have been completely obvious to me, and I don't think I realized it till today when I was doing the research. The whole thing's based on the Shakespeare play Hamlet. It is. I mean, shouldn't that have been hitting me over the head at some point? I mean, uh, I'm not a very intelligent man, and in doing uh, in doing my uh, all my hard, extensive research for the show today, I did find that out too. But I never even knew that. I, I know I never knew it the first time. I think maybe I caught on to it. Maybe the last time I saw it, because obviously the, the dad dies, the brother marries the the dad's widow. Um, the beer is named Elsinore. Elsinore, right. Which is, I mean, that should the have castle. been. Uh, and then um, the characters of Baba Doug McKenzie are supposed to represent the roles of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Well, here's my – you and I disagree about this with Strange Brew. I think when uh, when Bob and Doug aren't in the movie, Strange Brew is basically unwatchable. Whereas you defend the work of Max von Sydow as as Brewmeister Smith and Paul Dooley, you think those guys are funny. Those guys are hilarious. They're two of my favorite actors from the 80s. And I I challenge you, Mr. Sean Daly, I know you're no film critic. And in fact, according to Huey Lewis, you're barely even a uh, <laughs> pop music critic. Yeah. But I challenge you to name, uh, name me two other movies that uh, Paul Dooley would have appeared in in the 80s. Breaking Away? That's 1979. Ah! Refund. 16 Candles. He's the father. That's why they call them crushes. If they were easy, they call them something else. 16 Candles, and Paul Dooley is also in... Uh, Give me a clue. Give me a hint. Uh, Robin Williams was in it. Robin Williams was in it. It's not like Good Morning Vietnam, is it? No. That'd be a good guess, though. What is it? Popeye. Oh, he plays Wimpy. Oh, that's right. Paul Dooley. Now, but everyone remembers him as the dad. Was he nominated for Best Supporting no, Actor? should have been. The that's dad in Breaking Away, The Cutters. It was easily his two best roles ever. Can we grandfather in Breaking Away so yeah, we can we talk really about should. that? God, can we talk about Jackie Earl Haley? Let's have a Jackie Earl Haley show sometime, we could, too. We could. Breaking Away. I love to sit there and go to him and go, refund? <laughs> <laughs> nobody... Nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about when I pull that line. That's out. actually a really good Paul Dooley impression. Yeah, only, Give us some more. It's the only word I can do. Um, now, okay, I'm going to make this one tougher. Name me three movies that oh, Max von Sydow has been in. Man, I just watched one of them on cable last night. Uh, Deep Throat. <laughs> uh, Max von is it Sydow? No. Is it really Sydow? Did I mispronounce well, his name? Mean, we're gonna we're gonna say Sydow. Uh, Maxie, Maxie, what were you in? He he, I'm sure he's played some sort of. German general. Oh, victory! Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah! Victory. And then he cries when Pele does the bicycle kick. Yep, he plays uh, Major von Steiner. Oh, that's oh, awesome! I, you know, I have that movie on DVD. I'd like to come over and watch it's that. Great, it is it's good. Great movie. Um, what else? So, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm so happy I got victory. What are two others he's in? Flash Gordon.
He plays Emperor oh, Ming. Oh yeah. He's in uh, Never Say Never Again. The uh, I don't even know if I've Bob, seen that all the way through. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Ice Pirates. Do you remember that one with Robert Urich? Yeah, that's actually a really good movie. That's interesting. I, th- <laughs> that's a disturbing movie. I mean, you cry yourself to sleep for like two days afterwards and for no good reason. Uh, Dreamscape with Dennis Quaid. Another good one. The little kid dreams about the the bad dragon. Dune. I think about, he's in Dune. I've never seen Dune. Really, you're not missing anything. And uh, Hannah and her sisters. Is that like really bad that I've never seen Dune? Do you think a lot of eighties oh, listeners out there are like, "How is she? You know, I've never seen Dune." No, it's it's a it's a great book, but a shitty movie. And yet, I've never seen Dune. Yet, I have a giant life size uh, cutout of of Sting in that, really covering up his naughty bits. That famous <laughs> pose, the wing naughty bits. Who is the little one? A pet, perhaps. Will she deserve my special attentions? Folks, he's not kidding. <laughs> Um, but let's get back to Bob and Doug, if we must. You so yeah. So you defend the the, the middle parts. I say uh, no good. But when they're on screen, those two, it's a classic. Yeah, and, you know, Sean and I have this long running thing about how you can't be funny about a really funny movie. And Strange Brew is easily one of the funniest movies of the eighties. So rather than sit here and try to cut on it all day, we compiled a uh, a top ten list, if you will. Our top ten favorite quotes from the movie, and let's just roll them out right Are now. We, is is uh, is don't make me steamroll you. Steamroll is that in there? <laughs> steamroll. You have to find out. All right, all right, all right. Are you ready? Here yeah. we go. Number ten. What the stink are they doing in there? Number nine. What do you think? Sounds like a British new wave band. Yeah, beauty sound. Beauty. Number eight. Just because I don't know what it is, doesn't mean I'm lying. Number seven. I'm your father, Luke. Give in to the dark side of the force, you knob. Number six. Geez, you're real nice. If I didn't have puke breath, I'd kiss you. Number five. We'd always have our memories. The colonel's dead. Here we are still enjoying his chicken. Number four. Geez, I gotta take a leak so bad I can taste it. Number three. Those big cons are going to love you, eh? What do you mean? You're a cute little guy. They're going to be loving you from dawn until dusk. Turn! Where are you going to be? I'll be in the cafeteria selling smokes. Number two. Take it off. If you this put is my side. Don't go over that line. What line? I don't see no line. There is a line. If you put your mouth on... Take off. I'm going to do the steamroller. Take off. No way. Steamroller. I'm steamrolling you. Take off. <laughs> And finally, the best quote from Strange Brew. My brother and I used to say that drowning in beer was like heaven, eh? Now he's not here and I got two soakers. This isn't heaven, this sucks. Puts me in a better mood. I I, want to listen to that every day. Everyone, when I wake up, I would like to have a Bob and Doug alarm clock. <laughs> and every morning I'm woken up with a new quote. That's how good it makes me feel. But you know the funniest part of that movie? And this is so bizarre. But I watch it over and over again, and I laugh every time, is when Hosehead, the dog, the dog. throws the um, disc off the roof, and the inspector looks on the roof, and they see the dog, and he does that weird roll. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's something weird with that dog in the movie. <laughs> Like, suddenly the dog is flying. Yeah. Suddenly the, 
just now he rolls off the roof like a a ninja. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. There's some inside joke about pet tricks in Canada or something. I mean, because it's it's one of the weird parts of the movie. I love it. Um, I love it. I'm going to go out on a limb. This is not much of a limb. I'm going to say this is the best movie involving beer in the 80s. Can you name any others? Uh, well, you mean just where beer is the We're central central theme, thing, yeah. like the right? Uh, you can't include like Urban Cowboy. That wouldn't count, even though they just drink beer in that movie. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, I don't. I don't know anyone. Uh, what was there a movie about Call, called a, Beer? Yes, nineteen eighty five. A movie just called Beer, starring Rip Torn and Loretta Swit. Rip Torn and Loretta Swit. It's awful you've seen it oh yeah you're unbelievable um it's 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 awful it's just and then and then here's a good movie this this one i actually do enjoy take this job and shove it from 1981 with the great robert hayes oh yes and art carney and barbara hershey and how are these like these are good actors and like who would why would barbara hershey sign up to do take this job and shove it it's not a bad movie you know what's also in that movie what Bigfoot, the truck, the monster truck. Oh, really? It's kind of what kicked off the whole monster truck trend was uh, having that big mud race with the with the big trucks. But uh, that's how is that? What movie's better? If you can recommend a movie to your listeners, would it be either Take This Job and Shove It or Beer? Oh, Take This Job and Shove It. Does um, you're you know not that you need an excuse to drink great amounts. You're not even really that much of a beer drinker, are not you? Anymore. You're a wild turkey man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, Bob and Doug, uh, Strange Root makes me want to drink. Yeah, copious amounts. Yeah. In fact, I can't even imagine watching it sober, which would have made it all that much more difficult when you and I started watching it this morning here at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, and, and, and when I was in college at Syracuse in 1988, we would uh, we, we'd plug in Strange Brew and we'd drink like uh, 12 packs of Peel's Light. I've never even Peels light in like sixteen ounce bottles, and we'd pay something like two nineteen for it. Jeez. It was unbelievable. I'm sure it took years off my life. The reason <laughs> my kidney locks up on me all the time, it's probably because of Peels light. There's probably a disease named after. But we would here. go to this place right off campus in Syracuse. If anybody, I'd like to know if someone goes is listening to the show and they go to Syracuse University, let us know if there's still Abdos. It was a place called Abdos, and now Syracuse is really um the campus. It's uh, contained. With a bunch of, uh, of rich kids, you know? But Abdos was kind of off campus. And as soon as you step off campus, it's like, it's tough. Syracuse is a tough town. And you go to Abdos, and it, that was a rough place, you know? But you go to Abdos, and it would be so cheap. But the great thing is you could be a freshman. I was a freshman in 88. I was only 18 years old. But they'd sell beer to anybody. They'd want to see an ID, and you could show him any ID. And I had a friend who actually was a was a white kid. And for a kick, he brought in a black man's ID. And Abdo still sold it to him. <laughs> did you have a fake Florida ID? guy? Did you have a fake ID? No, I, I did, did not have I a did. fake ID. I didn't need it. at Syracuse. You don't need it. I, I mean, it's a great school, and obviously, I, I'm I'm wicked smart. But uh, <laughs> up there, beer is easy to come by. It's weird because in college, I had a mustache. <laughs> We're going somewhere with this. <laughs> the way you said that is just hilarious. But I had to keep Did you call it a flavor saver? No. Did but you I, offer girls free mustache know. rides? You know, I didn't even give that men till years Say that again. Say it again. I just want to hear it. What? Just say it again, what you just said. In college, I had a mustache? <laughs> so funny.
It's the funniest thing. Well, here's the thing, though. Oh, I never knew you had a mustache. Three pictures. It's it's hilarious. Will you do a favor to listeners? You the day the, the day the Strange Brew uh, podcast we uh, post goes photo. up. Yeah, I'll post a of you in a stash. But here's the deal. I kept the mustache for so long because the fake ID that I had <laughs> had a mustache on it. So c- consequently, my drinking habit forced me to keep unwanted facial hair. Now, were you the same guy on the fake ID, or was it like a, no, a no, different dude? No, no, someone who lived in my hallway who looked enough like me and had a mustache. One more time. Say it one more time. In college, I had a mustache. <laughs> I went on a T-shirt. Uh, wow. That's amazing. You want my beer story from college? Yeah. I have a good one, actually. Actually, this is one of the few stories I haven't told yet. Um, when I was a freshman at University of Florida, I pledged a fraternity, uh, and... We used to have these big throwdown parties every Friday night, and uh, fraternities had little sisters, you know, friends of the fraternity that would um, were loosely affiliated. Tri dealt, everyone else right? has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt as, a, as <laughs> I felt a theater or something like that. Yeah. When I say loosely affiliated, you know, emphasis on the loosely. Uh-huh. But um, so we're there one night and we're doing beer bongs. And I don't know if you're a big aficionado of beer bongs. But uh, I can do beer. Bong- I used to be able to do beer bongs like nobody's business. And this one night I did three of them, three huge beer bongs. Now, how many beers are in a beer bong? It depends on uh, the size of the funnel and how long your how wow. long your hose is. <laughs> As Take we all know, my hose are. is very long. But uh, I think we probably put about three or four beers in one beer bong. And so I, I did about three beer bongs, and immediately got sick. All over the yeah, because that's not healthy. Well, it's, it's it wasn't so much that. Did you have your mustache at the time? Oh yeah. Um, so imagine the foam, the foamy. <laughs> he must have looked like Wilford Brimley after taking a uh, more so than I do today. <laughs> but it was just all the foam coming down into your system that suddenly uh, you know, just. So and were people going like, "Go, go"? Do you have a nickname in college? They call you Tank or uh, Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Boo Boo with a mustache. I don't know why. Don't ask. Boo boo. We all had nicknames. Mine was boo boo. The um, so here's what's really bad. So I go inside, I get cleaned up. I'm 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 just kind of like, you know, moving down the fraternity hall oh. in sort of a daze. I bump into this girl. Oh, you look really bad. Can I help you? I'm like, oh yeah, really. Uh, oh, you you probably need someone. You need someone to drive you home. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. So um, she takes me uh, back to her place. This dorm that was nearby. So, uh, you know, fast forward about 30 minutes of inappropriate activity. What? Now, hold on a second, boo boo. You have a bad mustache. You're staggering down a hallway, plastered. And this girl says, Do you need, a, you, you need help? You need a ride? Mm-hmm. And she takes you back and has sex with you? God bless college. What the hell is going on? Can I ask a question? Ask away. Well,. You two were having sex. Did she say like, "Oh, boo boo"? <laughs> did she call you boo boo no. while she, you were fornicating? No. Uh, my name boo boo. Sure, Bobo. <laughs> I thought I've never heard you're ridiculous. That never happened to me. <laughs> Sorry, you were too busy uh, drinking Peel's Light, the, anyway, watching so a movie. Here, the, the story gets better or worse depending on your point of view. She's got roommates, so at some point, her and I pass out. Her roommates show up. She's got two roommates. I'm passed out. Suddenly at 3 or 4 in the morning, I need to get sick again. I search around. I find what I think is the nearest waste paper basket, throw up into it, 
it's not a waste paper basket. <laughs> it's like somebody's like, you know, basket from home with little oh, goodies and, and uh, mementos and you know like uh, pine cones and and now, me nots now coated in boo boo's barf. Yeah, and uh, at this point, whatever girl owned the basket wakes up, sees what I've done, and starts the yelling. I immediately like. Is your schwantz hanging out? Are you in? I'm you have pretty, underpants on? I'm pretty sure I'm raw ass naked. <laughs> this has got to be an unpretty sight. So um, I grab my clothes and I run out. Only the next day do I find out the girl I was with, one of my fraternity brothers' girlfriends. Oh lord! So maybe she was getting back at the guy. It's possible. I depledged that fraternity the following I week. I bet you did. Yeah. And I lived to see another day. Do you remember having sex? I just remember remembering that I did. That's all. Do you remember what beer it was you were drinking? God, I think we had kegs. It's probably like Bush. It was easily Bush if we were lucky. Oh yeah, God. Black oh, label. God, do you, did you ever drink Milwaukee's best? Beast from the East, of course. <laughs> so bad, what? so bad. Milwaukee's best. I mean, that really tasted like they ran it through a carburetor before it came. Yeah, it, it was so awful. I actually got sick. I just I couldn't drink it. It was disgusting. And yeah, somehow Peel's Light was like, you know, cleansing. We drank a lot of uh Mickey's. Mickey's Big Mouth. Yeah, and we drank a lot of hams. Oh god. Um, damn. How about Bush. Golden Anniversary? You remember Golden Anniversary? No. No. Cores. A lot of cores. Um, cores, my God, that would be like a dream come true. Yeah, cores. Yeah. But uh for some couldn't afford Michel if if you were gonna splurge, Michelob. That would be like uh that was a champagne of beers. You know, the only, I, I, you know, I, I, I guess, uh, I'm, oh, wait, are you, are you done with your story? Did the guy ever find out? Yeah, he found out, but he didn't really care. <laughs> These four girls in this room with your Leviathan schwantz hanging out, well, you know roaming around you the room, barfing in the nude, and your mustache, yeah. your foamy-ass mustache. What's funny is, is, is that months later, I bump into her and her roommates again at, at a different party, not at that fraternity. And they, of course, they remember me, and 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 you'd think that they'd be coming after me, you know, like yeah. But they were, they were, they were really great. They were real friendly and happy. They just thought it was the funniest thing ever. I should have gone to Florida. Yeah, it was a fun school to go to. Then again, you went to college in the '60s, so the, eth- <laughs> the ethics were different. Yeah. You guys up for a toga party? Toga, toga. Yeah, I think they like the idea, Hoof. We threw a lot of college. Uh, we threw a lot of parties. My senior year of college, and that was '92. Technically, we're out of the '80s. Right. But uh, we threw a lot of parties, and we'd get, like, really crappy beer. We'd make a fortune on these parties. We had a house off campus at Syracuse. But the parties were terrorized by this dwarf who would always show up. And the dwarf could drink like a mother. I'd never seen someone drink so much. He drank like somebody six times his size. And um, so finally, uh, the dwarf would show up. And as soon as the dwarf showed up and terrorized, because he wasn't a happy dwarf. He wasn't like one of the seven dwarves. He was an angry dwarf. And so uh, uh, last time we'd lose track of the dwarf, and we can't find him anywhere. And the party's raging all over the place. Where's the dwarf? Where's the dwarf? Because we're worried about our wallets getting stolen. Not that all dwarves do that. I should preface this by saying he was just a really surly. Yeah, we don't want to alienate a sizable (laughs) segment of our uh, listeners. He was a surly dwarf. And so all of a sudden we hear this screaming, and we go down our basement. And the dwarf is kneeling on our dryer, and he's vomiting into our washing machine. 
And we're like, get the dwarf. So my one roommate, Kevin, he grabs the dwarf, basically drags him out of our house, puts him in a car, and drives off. And then the dwarf starts to vomit in his car, so he opens the door and pushes the dwarf out. And the dwarf does like a death roll. But then he gets up, and I think he waved, and it was fine. Yeah, I don't know what we were probably serving bad beer. That was the beast. Yeah, the dwarf plus beast equals a tough, tough time. So now, if you didn't do beer bongs, did you do beer shotguns? You know what I'm talking about? We played the um, was it the what was it called the hundred uh hundred minute club or something like that? Every, oh, one shot of beer a yeah. minute for a hundred minutes. I've never done that. Oh, that was instant. You get to about sixty seven, seventy, and then realize bad things were about to happen. I mean, it was great. It would get you drunk as a skunk, but uh. Uh, no one ever did the club and then didn't barf. Yeah, you know. But I was the whole beer bong thing. I wasn't really the contraption scared me. <laughs> you know I, how many barfing? How much barfing takes place in uh, Strange Brew? A little bit, right? But not from beer. <laughs> from spoiled chocolate from milk. Spoiled chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about your sweater. You can take it out of my pay if you want. It's okay. Yeah, beer beer must be like uh, water to Canadians. That, that's my only. Uh, I feel bad. I feel bad that you've said that. You've generalized an entire <clears throat> nation of people. Well, since you, uh, I, yeah, I don't. I, you know, I should say. I really, I feel bad about the. It, it was a surly dwarf. I mean, I, you know, that's a detail that had to be told in that story. But I'm not saying that all dwarves can't handle their liquor. She's <laughs> not going to dig yourself out of that no, hole. I'm not. sorry. Okay, enough dwarf bashing. Uh, <laughs> Sean promises that he's got a really great reader mailbag for us. I do. Let her rip. I do. Although I'm going to mispronounce some words in here, so I, I, I should uh, issue a preface with an apology to the entire country of Germany. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Nice choice for Name That Tune. This week it is Duble, Captain of Her Heart, I believe it's called, right? He says Captain of the Heart, but I think it was Captain of Her Heart. heart isn't it? No, Captain of Her Heart, I think. Well, either way, he got it right. Nice show again, as always. And to hail back into the 85 hits wonders. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) He's German. (laughs) Okay. To to hail back into the 85 wonder hits. (laughs) I don't even know. I got it. Okay. I just saw AHA last weekend here in Kiel. Uh, again, I apologize if it's not pronounced Kiel. I didn't take German. I took Spanish. Uh, Kiel, Germany, doing a large free concert in the harbor for the premiere of the new ship of Colorline Ships. It is the ferry line from Kiel to Norway, by the way. Pretty cool. I'd like to be on that. <clears throat> they played to approximately 100,000 people. By the way, regarding Duble, Kurt Malou, the singer, has released a new album in 2006 that features a new version of Captain of Her Heart. He says Captain of the Heart, but I think I really think it's Her Heart. But maybe he, he renamed it. Don't fixate. Um, he has a blog up as well at malou.wordpress.com. Cheers and greetings from Dennis in Germany. Ah. Wunderbar. So look at that. Aha, 100,000 people they're playing to. And you, Steve Spears, call them a one-hit wonder? You have the unmitigated gall to call them a one-hit wonder? I bet you think Dublé is a one-hit wonder, too, don't you? Well, why don't you say that to Kurt Malou? Well, actually, we have him on the phone here. <laughs> Kurt, are you there? 
Kurt's on a payphone. <laughs> Dude, I only got a quarter on me. Hurry up. <laughs> I got time for 30 seconds of questions. I apologize. Dennis, great letter. I'm sorry. I, I should have done a better job reading it. But thank you very much. That was good. Yep. We appreciate it. As always, you can send all your emails to us at stuckin80s at tampabay.com. And then next week, Sean will mispronounce your name. <laughs> What's that mysterious sound, you might say? I give you our brand new segment, Name That Movie Quote, which will probably have a much better name when I think about it. Yeah, I was just going to say, how'd you come up with that fancy name? I didn't. Name That Movie Quote. I like it, though. I like, I like this segment. You told me in our, in our pre-show meeting right. in the that steam, you were doing this. Room. In the steam room as you massage my shoulders. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So, Are you still going to have Name That 80s Tune? Oh, yeah. Is that coming up a little later? It's coming up next. Okay. For those uh, don't touch that iTunes dial. Anyway, this segment, we're going to play a little piece of a movie from the 80s. You're going to have to uh, name the movie, and um, should we make him name the character who says it, or just name the movie? Are you giving gifts for this, or is this well, just... there's no gifts. We ran out of gifts really early. Uh, I'm working on getting some new ones. We should uh, get a, a sponsorship deal with Runts. Because you and I are hopped up on runts most Big of the time, time so right? especially today. Who makes runts? Is that Wonka? Willy Wonka? I Put in a call so. to them yeah. after the meeting, after we'll the do. show. All right, cool. Here is this week's mystery quote. Forget it, Gibson. I hear she likes the intellectual type. So intellectual and stuff. You're flanking English. That's your mother tongue and stuff. I got it pegged. You do? Without giving anything away, it's almost appropriate that that is a, the, our first installment of Name That 80s Quote. Or name that movie quote, whatever your fancy name was. Yeah. That's a good one, though. A lot of people are going to get that. I'm glad you're not giving away anything. Right. Are you any more, should I give away any more hints? Nah, nah, I think you're it's okay. Too easy. It's going to be too easy. No, nah, that's all right. We're just getting started. We'll see how people we're, like it. Let, it Let us know what you think of Name That 80s Quote. And come up with a better name, too. Yeah. You name it, you will win an award. Anyway, if you think you know the name of the uh, quote, once again, always just email us at stuckin80s at tampabay.com. And we'll post the winner on the blog sometime later. Aha, the mystery tunage that is named that 80s tune. Are you psyched, my friend? <laughs> I am. I'm really excited. Here we go. As always, this is a clip from a song from the 80s. If you can name the artist and the song, you win a prize. And, and name who I was making out with when I first heard it. That narrows it down to... Uh, oh, does making out in the mirror count? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Anyway, here's this week's mystery song. Ah, a little tricky, but I think I know it. How about you, Sean? The answer was Pam Boyer. <laughs> oh, I'm just okay. kidding. Uh, yeah, a little tricky. Good one. Good, Good one. one. Anyway, if you think you know the answer, email us at stuckin80s at tampabay.com. And then check out the blog to find out if you're a wiener. Hi, it's Karen from Kent in England, and you're listening to the Stuck in the 80s podcast by Steve and Sean. Sure, I like beer because it tastes good. And I might even buy a sport back every once in a while. But now I'm getting paid to drink. That's why I'm sporting this big old smile. Because it's beer money. Beer money. Beer money. Beer money. Beer money. Because we're an American band. What's the name of that song? That is Beer Money by uh, the Young Fresh Fellows. Beer Money? Beer Money. Is that an 80s song? It is an 80s song. From uh, one of the few Seattle bands that's uh, well known from the middle of the eighties, but I figured. Hey, what the hell was Seattle doing in the eighties? Not much. What the hell is Seattle doing now? Why did Kent yeah? Screw Seattle. 
But I figured, Screw Kathy Waz. <laughs> I, figured since, I don't need her in her belly button ring that I never saw. I figured since we're doing a whole show on beer, we might as well use the one song about beer that I could find off my fingertips. Bring How come no on, one baby? ever says, hi, Sean? How come no one ever gives me a shout out? I think- I'm furious. <laughs> and what was that interview we did where everyone's like, oh, great job, Steve. Great interview. Who was that? And no one mentioned a damn thing about me. There were like 40 entries on your blog. Great. Oh, Steve, you're such an amazing interviewer. The way you, 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 you dissected uh, Martha Quinn. No one says a damn thing about me. Oh, poor Paco. <laughs> I'm growing a mustache. Yeah. It's too late for that, my friend. <laughs> You couldn't grow a mustache if uh, you spread Rogaine on your lip. I, I'm kind of like Stoltzfus and Witness. I can only grow like an Amish beard, like from the edge oh, of my chins disgusting. down. Yeah, that's. I can't grow the, the Daily Men can't generate body hair. Hey, that's a blessing, my friend. Yeah, uh, you As are someone like who spends Chewbacca. sixty dollars twice a year to get their back waxed. Dude, it's a I blessing. That's disgusting. Hey, it, I, give me some of your back hair, and I'll make a little mustache uh, out of it. Stringy and long. That'll be cute. So hey, is, is, is Strange Brew your favorite beer movie? It is not, actually. <gasps> For shame. There's a lot of great beer movies for, over, over history. Um, I'll give you a couple of them. I'll give you um, Animal House. Grab a brew. Don't cost nothing. Good, good movie. Yeah, Animal House. I, mean, I don't think it was a pure beer movie, but, I mean, certainly enough of a drunk. Uh, basketball. <laughs> yeah, Basketball. One of my favorite movies of all time, especially when they formed the entire... Uh, Basketball team called, called aren't they called the uh, the Brews? I mean, they're, they're basically <laughs> terrible. I love that movie. I, can, I cannot watch that movie enough times. How am I supposed to get a chick in that? No, don't worry, dude. You couldn't get a chick if you had a hundred dollar bill hanging out of your zipper. Yeah, I could. No, dude, you're a little bitch. And um, I don't know where you find the time to listen to all these, or watch all these I movies. Have no life. The um, and my recent favorite, and I kid you not, I watch this every time it's on cable. Beer fest. You talk about it every day. Oh, Why don't you yeah. go back home to your street malls and drink your Zimas and smear off ices? Oh yeah! Beer fest, my friends. I hate. I, I, I've watched it a couple times, but Dear bubble. Oh lord. <laughs> God, but I I'll tell you what movie. about beer fest takes place in Germany, right? Yeah, some of it. Recently, we had uh, was Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany, and I'm dying. I'm serious. This is one I've never been to Hawaii, and I've never been to Oktoberfest in Munich. Those are the two things I want to do: go to Hawaii and go to Oktoberfest. I have been to Munich. Have you been? Yeah. When I was for Oktoberfest? No, it was during. In Munich, is it like Oktoberfest, like 365? Though. No, I mean the Hofbrauhaus is there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I went to another beer hall called I think it was called the Plotzel, and um, we were 17 at the time. It was something we went to. Between our junior and senior year in high school, and we got college credit. We got nine hours of humanities for going to Europe for the summer and seeing museums. So it was well worth it. But the last stop of the trip was Germany. And I think it was the second to the last night of the trip, they took us to the beer hall, the Platzl. And it's just like you imagine. I mean, the gigantic beer mugs and the huge pretzels uh, yeah. and yodeling. The large-breasted uh, girls yeah. with your beer. The Bavarian women. God, but what, awesome. what kills you is you're, so you're drinking. You know, you're at these big community tables and there's... Oompa uh, music? Is there oompa music? Oh, yeah. Like authentic oompa music. <laughs> you, you have no idea. I'm being dead it's serious. Great. I love that stuff. I have a CD of oompa music. Yeah. I really listen to it more than I should. Well, they're doing this. Okay, so you're drinking. You're seven, imagine this. You're a 17-year-old you're drinking beer, really, you know, we'd been drinking beer that summer, but really, this is the first strong, good beer we've ever had. You're drinking 
you know, friggin' bucket loads of it. You've got hot Bavarian women all around you. And then you have oompa music with yodelers. Oh, it blows so your good. mind. Yeah, it so blows good. your mind. And uh, I drank two and a half of the big, gigantic things of beer, which for a 17-year-old, that's pretty good. Actually, for a 37-year-old, that's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, then they, they march us back to our hotel room. Um, we, we didn't take the, the YouTube or the U-Bahn or whatever it was Did called. Did you guys have a chaperone there yeah, or a we teacher? About, we about 15 kids and three chaperones. But they let you drink. Yeah. They took us there. So we get back to the hotel. Halfway through the forced death march back to the hotel, I realized that I have a bladder issue. Oh. I feel like Sean Daly after a Dixie cup full of beer. And, uh, and everyone's poking me in the side going, oh, Steve's got to go. Steve's got to go. I mean, and I'm looking for the nearest tree or dark alley or anywhere to go because I know I'm not going to make it. But the, but the one thing that's going through my mind is I'm not going to end up on this Europe trip in a, locked in a German jail, you know. So we make it up to the hotel. We make it to the room. We can't find our key. No, key, no, no one has the key to our room. Oh, brutal. I'm dancing around. No, nobody else is on our hallway. We're searching frantically for the key because we just can't find it. Finally, my friend whips out. And he goes, I found it. I found it. And I'm like, too late, dude. Uh, yeah. You peed your pants? Big time. That must have been... You must have been soaked. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Yes. You yes. soiled yourself. Big time. Just tremendously soiled. Was there a big puddle in the, in the hotel no, hall no. floor? Thank, thankfully to the, the grand quality of American jeans. <laughs> my, Levi's, my Levi's went from weighing one pound to 15 pounds in a matter of oh, 10 seconds. Oh, God. Did you keep the jeans? Did you throw them away? Threw them away. <laughs> somewhere, there, somewhere in Munich, Germany today, there's a hotel maid who's passing along a pair of uh, sullied American jeans to her son saying, let me tell you about the night I found these. Did you have a mustache at the time? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's all connected, my friend. It it's is all, all connected. connected. So uh, anyway, so that's my big horror story. That's awesome. It's a great – I think we should go out on that and you soiling yourself. kind of <laughs> sums up the whole show. Yeah, it does, sadly enough. Anyway, Strange Brute, 1983. It's available now on DVD, the special 2-4 anniversary edition not the 25th 2-4 edition they say in canada so check it out i think it's got some special features it's definitely worth your investment it's definitely worth your time to try to find some of that elsinore beer right my friend or some peels light yeah peels light i think i'll be finding some milwaukee's beast myself i uh, remember you got you you owe people a picture of you with the cheesy mustache yeah you know i actually think i have a must picture of me in germany with the mustache yeah, all right tom Selleck. we'll see We'll see. Hey, and until next time, me, you, Brewmeister Smith, Bob and Doug, we're all here. All right, Stuck in the 80s. All right, my drink up. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Jeez. Okay, good day. Welcome to the end of the movie, eh? Yeah. How'd you like it? Yeah, I'm Bob McKenzie. This, uh, this is my brother, Doug. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, How's wait. it going? Yeah. I was okay. uh, drinking during the beer because I was having such... Uh, during, during the, the movie. He's I mean. loaded, eh? He's gone.